When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, there's another thing to check off the list of things that we've wanted to see over the last couple of weeks, and that is stringing together back-to-back victories, back-to-back victories over divisional opponents. It is a great time to be a fan of the Chicago Bears or even a player for the Chicago Bears. Here to talk about it, the man of the hour, Tyler Scott of The Tyler Scott Show. Good blocking on the perimeter, and that opens it up for Tyler Scott. Wonderful hat, wonderful victory. How are you sure. doing here today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, it's a, it's a it's a good day, a good week, you know, coming off of, you know, another win. First time all season, we, we got two in a row. Um, and, you know, things seem to be trending in the, uh, in the right direction. Let me ask you about that, because I know that, you know, obviously this is the fifth win of the season. There's been other victories, but not been able to follow them up. Getting the back-to-back wins, do you notice that it's a little bit different? Because you get one and you're like, okay, you're hopeful you can get a second, but now you got a second. Has there been a definite momentum shift, or do you guys even pay attention to things like that? For sure, for sure. I mean, I mean, momentum is, you know, it's it's huge when it comes to when it comes to sports in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just what we kind of try to keep riding is that momentum wave. And um, you know, we just have, you know, a lot of times, you know, when we're having these meetings and you know, the vets they come up and speak and um, some of the leaders of the team, you know, they're talking about um, expectancy, um, you know, just kind of realizing how good we are and expecting to go out and dominate and expecting to go out and win. Um, a lot of people ask me about, you know, this past game with the Detroit Lions, like, man, did you guys expect to beat a team like that? And this, that, and third. I'm like, of course. Of course we expected them to beat them because we feel like we should beat them the first time. You yeah. know, and I said that on the, on the last podcast. So, um, you know, we just had this, this um, uh, mindset of just expecting to dominate, expecting to win. And I'm um, not being surprised when, you know, we get back-to-back wins and when we're having success. Yeah, it is one of those things, the expecting to win. A, a team like the Lions, like the Lions haven't done, and I, this is me talking, I'm not speaking for Tyler. This team hasn't been in the playoffs in quite some time. They have not been in the playoffs since Matthew Stafford was the quarterback of this team. They haven't won a playoff game since Barry Sanders, to my recollection. I could be wrong. I'm sure somebody will be in the comments being like, no, they won in 2000, whatever. I don't care. People are so quick to like uh, anoint these teams. Like the Lions are fine. They're a good team. You know, they're the leaders of the division. But I don't know how you could have watched the game a couple of weeks ago and then been shocked at the way that you guys handled them this week. It's it's just so, I don't know. I Do people just not want to give credit to the Bears? Is that is that basically it? I think that might be it. I don't know. Um, you know, I mean, you watch that game and see how, how, how we dominated. You know, I mean, really over the past – you know, since we faced him the first time and combined this last game, I mean, we pretty much dominated for really 58 minutes, you know what I'm saying? 50, 57 minutes of, you know, playing against them. And, um, you know, I felt like coming off of, you know, not just me, but the whole team felt like walking off that field. Um, you know, we feel like we're the better team. Like I said, there was two wins or two losses, you know, this year that, like I said, we felt it. It was the Packers game and that uh, Detroit Lions game where we are like, man, we, we definitely should have had that game. And, um, you know, we definitely felt like we were better than that team. 
Yeah, and anytime it's a divisional game, it's always going to feel, it's always going to sting a little bit worse. And now two and three against the division, which is nice, uh, a chance to level up in week 18. But let's look forward a little bit to the, to the Cleveland. Yeah, let's follow. I'm going to, I'm going to follow the flow here. Uh, Follow that up because again, last week, there were two people in the NFL media group who they put out, you, you guys have seen it. Everybody's seen it on my social media. I was the only one who picked the Giants to win. I was the only one who picked the jets to win over the Texans. There was one other, there was one straggler who jumped on board uh, to pick the bears this week. So I didn't get another lone wolf one, but still there was two of us against everybody. And again, going into this game against Cleveland, I anticipate once again, there's a, there's a chance I might be the only one picking the bears. I just feel like it's a mistake. Like what, what do we have to do to let people know like, yeah, we can play some football. I mean, that's fine. That's how, you know, you know, people feel and have their opinions about, you know, the Bears and, you know, they week in and week out, they want to pick against us. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? We'll be the underdogs. And um, at the end of the day, you got to go out and play the game. You know, it's 60 minutes. You got to play the game to, to prove. And that's why you play on Sunday. You know, any given Sunday, you know, any team can win. And so, um, you know, I, I mean, that's fine. You know, we don't really, like I said, pay attention to, um, you know, all the kind of people, the voices, which is why we're able to have the success that we've been having of late is because we're able to block out um, all the, the noise and things of that nature on and off the field throughout the season um, to keep the main thing the main thing and to continue to press forward and not, you know, allow what's going on around us um, and just the things that have gone on this season to, to distract us from, you know, continue to get better and to, to elevate ourselves. And you know that no matter what, Adam Rank's got you. So you you have that you have that going for you. Don't don't be dismissive like that. They they know. I walk into that locker room. They know who I am. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it's good. I think Darnell Mooney. That was pleasant. I don't I don't <laughs> yeah, think that Matt cool. I don't think Matt Eberflus was extremely pleased to see. Although we we're fine. We're we've got a nice we, we had a nice repartee um, mm-hmm. when the, when I did see him in person. I might have you know been critical of some things, but listen, that we're not here to talk about that right now. I'm thinking about this Cleveland Browns team and I will say, listen, I expect I'm picking the bears to win. It should be no surprise there, but this is going to be a difficult test because the Browns do have one of the best players in all of football, miles Mm -hmm. Garrett. Uh, You know, if you're making a case for somebody for a non quarterback to be an MVP this season, miles Garrett is certainly going to be in that conversation. What kind of problems does he pose for an opposing offense when you guys start to sit down and look at the Cleveland Browns? What are you noticing about Miles Garrett? Yeah, he's uh he's he's different, man. He's he's all over the place. I mean, unlike um, a lot of guys you face this year, we, and we face some some pretty good, you know, edge rushers, you know, with Aiden Hutchinson, um, Max Crosby, and um, you know, we face some some really some top tier guys across the league, but um, I don't think we face anyone quite like Miles Garrett. Um, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, he definitely posed some problems. I mean, I can think back to the, the Tennessee Titans game um, kind of early, earlier this year where I guess they were trying to, like, triple team the guy. Yeah. And uh, it's like they couldn't even, you know, it's, it's just wild how, you know, one man can have that effect, you know, on a game and, um, and, and how you run your offense. And he's someone where you have to know where he's at every play. Um, every single play, where's 95? Um, and, you know, it's crazy, you know, even now, like, you know, talking about it, um, going against them now, you know, I remember back when he was drafted, you know, because growing up, I'm from Northeast Ohio, Yeah. Um, grew up, you know, pretty much, you know, watching the Browns, listen to the Browns every Sunday. Remember when they drafted Miles Garrett and, um, you know, now coming to the point where I'm, you know, going against them, you know, on Sunday is uh, it's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, he poses a lot of issues for, for an offense for sure. Yeah, he has been an, uh, an absolute difference maker 
for the Browns this season, a, a team that's kind of exceeded my expectations. I know that I kind of had them rated a little bit too low by obviously, um, but they've done, they've done a nice job, but I also am starting to really believe in the offensive line uh, the bears offensive line specifically, one of the players who I absolutely love watching. And I I'm curious when you guys sit down and watch film. Now, obviously you've got a lot of things that you're concerned with. Am I running the right routes? Are we doing this? And who's supposed to be where do you ever take notice about some of the stuff that goes on with the offensive line? Cause Tevin Jenkins is out there just absolutely there. mauling people. <laughs> yeah, no, Tevin is, he, he's a beast, man. Um, you know, ever since he came back from that injury, you could just see the impact he has um, on that offensive line. Um, you know, he had, you know, bounced around a little bit, you know, with injuries and things of that nature, and he's been able to adjust. But, um, you know, I mean, when he's on the field, you know, he he you could definitely feel his impact as far as his extra effort plays. Um, just seeing him down the field blocking, pushing piles, you know, things of that nature. Um, you know, we talked about it, you know, a couple couple uh, shows ago, just how good, of, first of all, of a person he is and just how cool he is. And, yeah. um, you know, just, just his personality is unique. Um, and then just to see him kind of just transform on the field to be this, like, kind of just whole new type of person when you're watching him play. Um, but he definitely makes a huge impact on this offense. You know, we have been sitting here waiting for your first touchdown. Yeah, yeah. And here it is. It was uh, now, obviously, uh, you're not going to give me my first, you're, you're not going to give me the first ball. And that's fine. We, I'm, it's fun to joke about that stuff. But I really did want it to be, December 10th. Like I wanted that inscribed yeah. on your first yeah, touchdown yeah. ball. Like I was really going for it. Uh, you had a great opportunity at the end zone. Walk, walk us through that play. Cause like, I, I always get excitable. Like it's usually like, and for like, if DJ Moore catches the ball at the 50, I'm like, get in the end zone. And it's like, and you feel like it, it really could. So I try not, I try not to overuse that. Uh, but I really felt that you had a chance. Uh, kind of walk us through that play. Cause I, that was who I thought we were going to get it. Yeah, and, um, so, you know, random play, obviously pass play, and, um, you know, coming off the ball looking at the coverage, I'm like, okay, I should have a very, you know, good um, chance of getting this ball just looking at the coverage that they were playing. The corner ended up bailing. You know, I was kind of the, um, you know, check down guy there. We had like a little seam um, uh, route kind of to the, the back of the end zone. They kind of play, they played zone to it. Um, so that's kind of dead there, kind of one of us, man. Um, and, you know, just kind of felt like, all right, I'm going to get the viable option here. Felt wide open, kind of felt, you know, the space vacate. Seen Justin, locked eyes, he threw it to me, uh, caught it. Wasn't too sure um, how far everyone was, but I remember catching it, turn around, like, oh, I got some room. And so yeah. um, at that point, you know, it turned into a, to a runner. And um, seeing, you know, a couple guys in front of me. So um, coaching point is you see two, you split two. And so, um, you know, that was kind of the mindset, ran split two guys, um, you know, got close, but, um, you know, not close enough, but ended up getting the first down and kept the chains moving. So. No, that was the big thing. Like, as you said, it kept the chains moving. And that is one of the things that we've wanted to improve on uh, coming off the Minnesota game where, you know, you get four field goals and you were hoping yeah. you could punch those in for touchdowns. Although, you know what? You watched the game in Las Vegas or you didn't watch it because you were busy celebrating a victory. But, you know, what, what happened with them in Las Vegas where they shut out the Raiders, you're like, this is a good – like, the, the Vikings play some defense. Like, that's that's a pretty good defense. They went on the road and pitched a shutout. So I think that now you can look back at like, hey, four scores is not a terrible output against a team 
uh, that's coached by Brian Flores. So uh, we can now look at back, especially now after what we did against Detroit, we are like, we could score, like we can score some points. Yeah. I do notice too, like it feels like, and I know because we're probably very effective running. We, I'm so sorry. Um, I know because the team is very good at running the football. So maybe it seems this way, but is there like an emphasis on like shortening games? Because it feels like you're getting these long sustained drives and it's the kind of drives that will demoralize an opposing defense. Is that part of your game plan? I mean, obviously you want to score touchdowns, but it, are you guys also just trying to like, you know, own the time of possession? Um, I don't think, uh, I mean, I, from my perspective, I guess, I, how should I want to put it? Um, from how it's, I guess, given to me, that's not necessarily like kind of on the forefront of uh, the the coaching board as far as like kind of the keys. Yeah. Um, now it may be as far as, you know, Coach Getsy, as far as how he's managing things, um, you know, how he, you know, how he's doing things. That may be something on the forefront of his mind. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, like I said, we're just doing what we're supposed to do. And, um, you know, we're, I mean, obviously you're trying to score every play, uh, you know, yeah. obviously, but, um, but no, I mean, like I said, I think we're just kind of go with the flow of the game. Um, just like I said, we, we want to be a team that can run the ball, um, but also a team that can, you know, use the run to open up the pass game, um, different ways, uh, to, you know, kind of stretch the field, great intermediate type of, type of, uh, pass game, as well as, you know, like to get the ball out quick with screens, um, as well as, like I said, you know, put two tight ends in a game and, um, you know, run it right at you and, you know, make you have to stop it. And so, um, you know, I think we're just kind of going off the flow of the game, seeing how things are going, um, you know, field position, you know, that's a big thing, um, as well. So, um, yeah. Well, no, and it, you know, we saw it a couple of times too. Now, obviously there's a lot of 12 personnel, but we were seeing instances mm-hmm. with three tight ends into the game. I just yeah. think it's kind of a testament to the efficiency of the team. Now, obviously you're not, it's not like you're in a two, you're, it's not like you're in a four minute offense where you're trying to kill the clock or anything like that obviously we're talking about your play you want to get into the end zone uh dj moore on the fourth down the fourth and 13 you know you're not going to turn down a touchdown by any stretch of the imagination but but again i think it goes back to a testament and and of course luke getsy comes under fire and and fans want you know positive yardage on every single play and anything less than that is seemed as a failure but I've really enjoyed seeing this team being not method. I don't know if methodical is the right word, but winning that time of possession, I think is huge. Yeah. And especially when the defense is playing great because they're forcing a lot of three and outs. And yeah, I don't know. I, I, is it really, is it all my, like Montez sweat? Like, is like, you look at the numbers since he's mm-hmm. come aboard, the defense has improved incredibly. I mean, yeah. is it, is it all him? Oh my gosh. Uh, I, <laughs> I think I think he definitely has a, a big role, you know, in, in that. You know, I think he's elevated that whole defensive line uh, for sure. Like you could just see it on the field, um, you know, just how what he brings to the table, his aggressiveness, his passion, um, you know, just kind of what he brings as far as a threat to, to always get to the quarterback. His his quarterback pressures, um, you know, I think he got he's got double digit you know sacks this year um, yeah. now after after last game. So. I mean, you could definitely see it. And then it's just starting to trickle out, you know, across the defensive line. He's, ma- he's making a huge impact. And um, when you have an impact like that from the defensive line, um, as you can see with the uh, uh, Tremaine Edmonds interception, yeah. you close the pocket, you know, you get pressure on the quarterback, easy interceptions. Um, you know, so, that, I mean, you could just see it, um, you know, happening, you know, across the film, you know, all over the game where the defensive line is wreaking havoc, you know, getting hits on the quarterback, which is something Coach Flus has – 
um, really bullet pointed, you know, over the past um, couple of weeks is really getting hits on the quarterback. Um, that's huge, you know, for the defensive line is getting hits on the quarterback and just making the quarterback feel you. And um, as you can see, our interceptions and turnover ratios have gone completely up. And so um, when we're positive, that's another thing. We want to be plus three in the turnover battle. You know, and when we're that, you know, we, we're usually coming out on top. So, um, you know, you could definitely see the impact he's had um, on the defensive line and the whole defense. And it just seems like it's been a, a trickle effect across the, the whole defense. Yeah. Yeah. And this week you got Joe Flacco, uh, a guy who wasn't even on a roster a couple of weeks ago, now going no. and standing behind a deep, an offensive line, excuse me, that is going to be missing some people. And of course, we'll be talking with Andy McNamara about this uh, later this week. But there's a real opportunity once again. And again, Joe Flacco in his early days, he was never, you know, he was never Randall Cunningham. He, he could move a little bit, but as he's getting older, I think he's more stationary. So I think there's a real good opportunity for this defense once again to be opportunistic. And I really love the way, like, you know, and this, I, I know that Justin had a couple of fumbles against the Vikings, but he hasn't been throwing interceptions. And I think that's a very important thing like that. And he's being real decisive with where he's throwing the football. Like he's not, it's not cheap throws. I thought there was a couple of threads, a couple of, a couple of dots that he threw in this one. Is he just getting like, what is it about him? Like, it just feels like he's more confident. I know that he was always a guy who never yeah. lacked confidence, but now he feels like he's really starting to own it. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. He's just starting to take control um, of, you know, kind of what's going on around him, the offense, kind of understanding what's, you know, where things are at, um, you know, the timing of different things. And I think he, you could just see it, you know, when he's walking onto the field and even in the huddle, you could just feel the confidence that he has through the week. You can just tell, like, he's, he's calling things out. He's, you know, telling the receivers, hey, when we get this look, when we get that look, this is what I'm looking for. This is how the ball is going to be coming to you, um, you know, in this situation and that situation. Um, you know, so I think he's just been taking total command of the playbook and the offense as a whole. And you could see he's just grown from just the start of the season and just continuing to grow throughout the season. You know, even when it was out, you could tell like he's been, you know, he was studying and working just as hard as he was when he was when he was playing. And he came back and um, he came back, you know, it seems like even even better than he left it. Yeah. And when you look at it, you know, we did, a, I released a, a short here on YouTube where his passer ratings above Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence, his touchdown to interception rating is better than Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. He has more rushing yards than Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts. And I know that's cherry picking, but that's cherry picking guys who are very good. Like it's one thing if you're like, Hey, he's got, he's got more rushing yards than Zach Wilson. Like that doesn't really tell a story, but when it's yeah. Lamar and he's missed a bunch of games. Uh, I think that he's playing great. And of course, nobody, again, this goes back to our feeling of like nobody giving us credit or anything like that. But one thing that you have noticed, and I know that you guys are trying to to stamp out the noise and, and try to avoid like looking ahead to things and things of that nature. But when you start to look at the NFC playoff picture, the bears are now in the hunt, not only in the hunt, one game behind the number seven seed. Now I know there's some other teams in the mix there. There's some other, there's some other considerations there, but I mean, is that like, I know again, as you guys are trying to fade the noise and everything, is that something you're like, Oh, look at us. I know that the receiver room talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Is that starting to catch on with uh, everybody no, that's, else? That's, no, that's real. That That's real. That is definitely real. We understand what we, what we can possibly do and the chance that we have. Um, and all you need is a chance and um, we can only control what we can control. And that's each game at a time and, and to win out. And so, um, you know, we definitely have our sights set on, on doing that. Um, but like I said, we, we can only control what we can control. Um, you know, we can't really worry about what other teams got going on. And, you know, yeah, I mean, you can pay attention to, all right, you know, the Packers loss and 
that could mean this and that and the third. But at the end of the day, you got to take care of business, you know, this week. You got to take care of business this week and um, continue to do that to the rest of the season and give your chance the best, give yourselves the best chance at the end of the season to uh, be in the, the playoff race. Yeah. Having the Packers lose is only funny when you win, which we did on Sunday. So that was, that is an act. That is a little nice. That's a nice extra bonus is that, Hey, victory, hard fought victory against the lions. And then you're like, Oh, the Packers then lose on Monday. Uh, mm-hmm. So it makes the, uh, the week even better coming into work on Tuesday morning. You're like, all right, let's uh, let's go get this thing. Sure. And I don't want to get too far ahead of it, but the Cleveland, I think, is obvious. That's a very good team, and I'm not going to try to side something. But then it's – I don't want to get too far ahead of us, but then Arizona, then Atlanta. I mean, we got – and then an opportunity, perhaps it comes down for all the marbles in Week 18 going up against the Packers themselves uh, with a very different ball club than the one that we saw. We being a different ball club uh, yeah. than we saw in Week 1. But we got to get this victory against the Browns, which, again, this is going to be no shock to anybody. I am picking – you guys to beat the Browns. I know that Joe Flacco, he's seen some stuff in the NFL. He's done his thing, but I think this is a perfect opportunity for the Bears to go out there on the road. I mean, you guys can't be afraid of the road. You went to Minnesota and won a game. Does that make any difference, like going on the road, going to Cleveland? I mean, for you, it's kind of a little little bit of a homecoming. Are you looking forward to that one? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Got a lot of people coming um, to this one. So, like, I'm excited, you know, for for just that part. I'm about it. You know, a lot of people that haven't got a chance to see me play, um, live and even professionally, uh, you know, it's going to be going to be a good one to have a lot of people out. So I'm excited for that. Um, like I said, another a team that I, I grew up watching, you know, going against them, uh, been in that stadium, you know, a couple times, you know, going to going to Cleveland Browns uh, game. So I'm familiar with the uh, with, with just how it can be there. And, um, you know, it's very similar as far as the, the landscape of uh, Chicago, as far as the stadium being right off the right off the water, out of the water. Yeah, um, literally right off the water. Same type of conditions and things of that nature. But um I hear we're supposed to actually have pretty decent conditions this week in uh, Cleveland. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited for this one for sure. You know, I, first of all, I love the city of Cleveland. I think it's a, it's a great place. The fans are great. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, they've had their own share of hard times. So I've always kind of had a little bit of a kinship yeah. with Cleveland. I have no, no heat with the Browns, even though they, well, I don't like their quarterback, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> I will, uh, I will say, I will say this though, is like now it's all starting to come full circle because why I, while I thought that you were going to try to get your first touchdown on my birthday, I now see that you've been selfishly waiting until you went home to Ohio. How did I not see this coming? How did I just not look at the schedule and be like, oh, he's not going to get into the end zone until he's in Cleveland in front of all his friends and family uh, that he grew up with. But listen, I want to thank you once again for coming on. This is this is what's made it enjoyable. And I think that, you know, this is a, a testament to you that we can go out there and we went through uh, some tough games with the Bears yeah. and you you yeah. still showed up every week. Coming back after the Lions game, that first Lions game and sitting here and answering the questions and everything like that, I don't think people gave enough appreciation uh, for you doing that. So it means a lot to me now that we can sit here and celebrate when there is some success for the team because I definitely feel like you've earned it. And you're doing a great job. And I even I even reached out to Valus this week too. And I'm like, you know what? I'm really proud of you guys. Uh, I'm pr- I'm proud of the way that you guys are. Uh, you know, the the way you played this weekend. It was both noticeable and uh, and it's it's not something that goes unnoticed. I will tell you, the bar was ready to explode when you got near that goal line. We really thought it was going to happen, but we're looking forward uh, to it happening this week. Uh, but good luck to you. 
and uh, let's go get a victory. Let's make it three in a row. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, Adam. All right. So that'll do it there for this week uh, for the Tyler Scott Show. He's Tyler. I'm Adam. Bear down. And Sammy, go ahead and play us out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.